Hi, I'm Helen and this is Why Mums Don't Jump, busting taboos about leaks and lumps after childbirth. All the stuff that happens to your pelvic floor that no one ever talks about. Incontinence, prolapse, pelvic pain, problems that affect millions of women. One in three. I'm one of them. I have a prolapse. My pelvic organs fell out of place after the birth of my second child. And if you had told me back then that I would be speaking about this stuff out loud, I would have told you to give your head a wobble. Hi, welcome back. Totally different episode this week. Yep, there we go. Uh, I'm on a train because I'm on location, uh, also known as uh, it's the Easter holidays and uh, we're with the kids in London staying at my sister-in-law's. Uh, and while we're here, I am taking advantage of the situation and I'm off to meet uh, a physio called Tracy Matthews who has very kindly offered to give me a pessary fitting. Um, I don't know how many of you have been following my pessary saga. I mean, it's not exactly Netflix drama, but in brief, I tried a few ring pessaries a few years ago and the first one fell out in the hospital car park, but eventually I found one that seemed to fit. I wore it for a while, but I didn't really notice much difference. Couldn't get to grips with taking it in and out. So I kind of gave up. And then, after making the podcast, I decided to give it another go. So I asked uh, the GP last April for a referral to a pessary clinic. And that ended up coming through, but not being for a pessary clinic, being for a urogynecologist. I'm not really sure why that would be. Maybe it's just part of the process. Maybe it's that's the pathway. I don't know. But So I saw her. She was very lovely. And she referred me for a pessary appointment. Uh, so that was, I don't know, six or eight weeks ago. And that did come through, to be fair. But guess what? It was for this week, the one week when I knew that I would be away. Um, so I've had to postpone that. Um, and, and then in the meantime, yeah, as I say, Tracy Matthews heard about all of this and um, offered to see me. So I'm on the way to see her now. Um, and you're coming with me. You're coming to a pest refitting with me. Let's see what happens. Hello. Hello. So this is how it started at the White Hart Clinic in Barnes in southwest London last week on a gorgeous sunny day. Tracy cleared her diary to help me find a pessary. I was there for a good a couple of hours, I'd say. So obviously you're not going to hear all of that, but I am going to try to give you a sense of it, followed by a chat with Tracy herself, who's a former athlete with a prolapse. First step though, medical history. Right. Are you ready? Yes. So tell me, so what I need to know is yeah. kind of your history, um, oh, right, okay. children, oh, birth, when you first had, you, yeah. you felt your prolapse, when it started bothering you. Yeah, so, um, so I've got two children, my daughter. I don't know why I wasn't prepared for this. Obviously it makes sense to know how it all started. Um, so in brief for me, I mean, I think you know, but my daughter was born by elective section because she turned breech. She's nine now. And then I had my son a couple of years later. It was a vaginal birth. It didn't go especially well. I had an episiotomy, which ended up as a third degree tear. And a couple of weeks later, I had a prolapse. And here we all are. Um, So the key thing being, if you're going to an appointment, do expect questions about birth or births. Uh, Also about symptoms, about toileting, what exercise you're doing where you want to get to, whether you're drinking enough water and what your hopes so you're are. you're here for pessary. You look, you've looked into a pessary. 
What's your most bothersome symptom? What is it that affects you the most on a day-to-day yeah. basis? So, um, it comes and goes. So, um, yeah, probably just feeling it sometimes. Yeah. And I'll say sometimes, because really not every day, you know, yeah. like through my cycle, yeah. it, com- it comes and goes. Um, but when it does, it just makes me grumpy. It's like, I always compare it to like wearing knickers that are yeah. a couple of sizes too small. It's just that level of yeah. annoyance. It's not yeah. pain or anything like that. It's, it's just, just irritating. annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. And then, and then my other reasoning really for wanting to get a pessary is just because, of, because I do like to go running, even though I'm not running millions of miles, I just feel like it would be extra security to yeah. stop things getting worse. Yeah. So we had a good long chat about everything and then the pessaries came out. And if you thought they were all ring-shaped, because that's often all you see, uh, think again. The ones that we really use so we've got a cube there and they vary in different sizes i was going to say that's very small yeah tracy's cupboard is like a pessary sweet shop all different shapes and sizes cups cubes uh, some you take out every day some you leave in for three months some you can wear with intercourse some you can't some are for stress incontinence some are for prolapse some are for both you get the idea uh, and then the examination. Okay, I think I'm decent. Ready? Yeah, go on. Give it, give it a go. You're not, are you feeling okay? You're not too nervous? I feel fine. I feel okay. fine. So Tracy starts by looking externally for scar tissue to see if the tissues are healthy. So it looks fine. There's no, it does look well estrogenised to be honest, but we might consider getting some topical estrogen. We'll, we'll discuss that afterwards. Okay, do a pelvic floor squeeze and lift for me. She gets me to contract and do then relax relaxed. my pelvic floor. And then there's an off. internal examination. She's looking for scar tissue there. Is the pelvic floor moving symmetrically? If not, a pessary can tilt. She's measuring, using fingers, checking everything's healthy. Would it be worth using some topical estrogen? probably she thinks in my case and then she asks me to lie on my side for another examination none of it's uncomfortable at all honestly I I actually I find the whole thing really reassuring just to be assessed so thoroughly and to to get this understanding of what's going on so I'd say it's a grade two anterior wall I can't see anything from the posterior wall at the moment okay Um, and it's not coming to the entrance it's Mm -hmm. just slightly inside the entrance but there is some movement on that wall so, I am a candidate for a size 2 cube. Um, I'm going to put it in, you're going to go for a walk, and then I'll show you how to manage it. Okay. And putting it in is much more straightforward than I imagined. Easier, in my opinion, than the ring I tried a few years ago. You use a water-based lubricant on all the sides, and then you squash it between your finger and thumb, and then you insert it. And uh, a lot like a menstrual cup, which I used to use before kids, it sort of suctions to the wall of the vagina and then it's in and certainly for me it didn't hurt at all I couldn't even feel it do a few squats do a few lunges yeah you've got to do you know do you you feel the difference with that do you feel it at all I don't feel I don't feel the pessary I don't think so Tracy sent me off for a walk up the road and up over the railway bridge and I feel absolutely fine I feel brilliant, I feel lighter. Um, I'm walking at pace, that's why I'm a bit out of breath. Um, I can't feel the pessary. I do feel 
just a bit less bulgy. Um, and I didn't particularly think I was feeling bulgy today, but I can notice the difference. And I just feel really happy, like optimistic that this could, this could just be the thing that I need. So, so far so good. The biggest learning point for me through this is that if you don't have the pelvic floor strength, a pessary is not going to work. You have to have that to hold it in place. Otherwise, it will just fall out. And it turns out I need to do better. I have so, been told. Pelvic floor strength, you've got a good squeeze, squeeze, but we need you to really concentrate on the lift. Mm -hmm. So with you, it's a lot about posture as well. You're very stiff in your thoracic, so you sit like this and you oh, stand no. a little bit like this. So <laughs> that is really gonna that really kind of makes a massive difference on how your pelvic floor elevates and lifts. And the thoracic so is is your upper back, right? so yeah, so like where your bra strap is, that mm -hmm. kind of area. And um, you, you just posture-wise, you're very forwards like this. Okay. So we need to kind of think about getting you stacked. So your ribs stacking over your pelvis. I'm not saying you walk around like this all day. I want you to move, but general position wise, when you're doing all your pelvic floor now should be done in standing. You're good enough to do them in standing, but I want you to exhale, squeeze and lift and really thinking about a wrap as well. So you're not tightening your tummy muscles in, you're lifting your pelvic floor up and you're also wrapping around to lift those lower abdominals as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you're getting that nice lift. Um, and then you're going to hold for 10 seconds and you're going to repeat it 10 times twice a day. Yeah, I know yeah. it's all boring. I know no, it's no, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> um, and then you're going to do fast ones. So your fast ones, again, you would just squeezing the entrance. So That's the work for me. Right Obviously, down. it's going to be different for everyone. So as ever, please don't take this today as medical advice. Um, with cubes, you have to take them out every day. There's no magic cleaning solution. You just use warm water and let them air dry. You sterilize them in boiling water from time to time. Uh, Tracy told me that pessaries, are, you know, they're not for everyone. If you have a hypertonic pelvic floor, for example, they can make your symptoms worse. If you have atrophy, that can be a problem. But for some people, they're, they're life-changing. And Tracy is speaking from experience because she wears one too. So I started, I was a um, athlete. I used to row for Great Britain. Um, two times, um, like did Commonwealth medals um, twice, did some world championships. Then I went into um, strong woman. So I did some strong woman training. Did like you? Yeah, like the Atlas Stones and the lifting wow. and the yokes. I loved it. And then CrossFit. So um, just the functional fitness. Um, and just loved it really. Um, that's my background. And then I had my son and that was, you know, probably most similar to most women's experience that I have through the door. He was back to back. Uh, he, I was induced, I was two weeks over um, and he just didn't want to come out basically, he liked it so much. So it was, I was taken to theater and they're like, we're gonna do a C-section, but he's too far down. So they ended up kind of pulling him out yeah and we had an episiotomy um and then like three months later kind of I, I mean I was so kind of quite sore from the episiotomy and from that anyway that I didn't really notice that I had a prolapse but then I had a shower and I was just like oh you know I've got a lump and knowing what I know is probably sometimes being a women's health physio you're like that 
knowledge is a power. <laughs> um, were you a women's physiographer yeah, before so that I was, I was doing some, but not as in-depth as I'm doing now, but I was doing some mainly pregnancy. Um, so I was just like, oh, I know what this is. So then I went to my friend and she's confirmed it. She's like, you got grade two, but you know, pelvic floor is kind of one side's working really well and one side's not working really well. So there's things to work on, but it is a roller coaster. And I went through a roller coaster and I set, I look back now and I think, God, there is like a pattern. And I notice in my patients there's a pattern. You find out about it and you're like, this is devastating. Because everything on Google is like, it's devastating um and then you kind of go through you get really angry and then you kind of go through the right bit of acceptance okay I've got to own this I've got to do something about it um and then it's kind of a gradual management from there on and you have good days and bad days um and then second time round had um Maisie but I had c-section but not because of anything prolapse symptoms um, I actually had high blood pressure so then I had to then they said we recommend your age and everything that you have a c-section but I actually was asymptomatic with all of my prolapse symptoms going into my second pregnancy um, and I didn't it wasn't until the third trimester that I felt a bit heavy um, that I had symptoms um, so and that's how I kind of but before that that's how I kind of then thought on my journey with my prolapse I was like there's got to be something that women can do there's women out there we need to be active for you know as we hit menopause we've got to keep doing weights we've got to do resistance stuff and everything on the internet was like no you can't do this no you can't do that so that's how I kind of really went head on into it and then it's like right I'm just specializing in women's health now and I'm going to do pessaries and so <clears throat> I sourced out the only lady in the world who um does a pessary course and she's based in australia um and so got on her course um, and i think there's actually three of us now in the in london that do it um, i'm sure there's others in the uk but there's three of us i know in london and um it was just it was great and it was eye-opening there's a lot of research and it's just another tool to help women to manage everything prolapse wise basically so I wear a, a pessary for sport, for lifting, um, and I run as well. Um, but, it, you know, it's not an easy road back. It's a long road. It's um, it's a lot of rehab, um, and you have to think about it. You don't want to think about it all the time, but you have to kind of think, right, I need to do my pelvic floor, I need to do my strengthening, I need to do my whole body strengthening. And that's what I try and instill in the women that I see is that it doesn't have to be this devastating thing that you see on the internet that's, you know, you can manage it. We don't have to accept it. We don't have to put up with it. The same with leaking. You don't have to put up with it and accept with it. But, you know, it's there is something you can do about it, which is why I think pessary is just, if they help take away that nagging symptom of day-to-day, oh, God, I'm just feeling it today, then why wouldn't we use them, you know? like everything women's health the research it just is not fully out there but it is coming it's coming slowly and like I said we're the generation that have to be we've got Instagram now good thing or bad thing Facebook we've got to shout about it we've got to make it that it's not a taboo and pessaries aren't a taboo I fit more pessaries in postnatal women and younger women than I do in any anybody older you know over the age of 60 so it's really pervasive that thought though isn't it because I do hear that from women who get in touch and say oh the GP said I'm not old enough to have one yeah. and that sort of mentality 
and it's still so out there even amongst medical professionals i know it's changing it is changing we are fighting a battle and the physio should be doing this i mean the guidelines came out last year which is brilliant and the guidelines have just come out in america as well so usa they can physios can start fitting pessaries and it's it's just what we should do it should be part of our practice because we can it you see how in depth it's been i couldn't just fit you a pessary and say off you go out the door for me it's got to be that in depth because i need to know that it's working for you and that you're comfortable um so it, you know we we will it will be a momentum it will start start um building and physios are just the perfect people to do it and as as we go forwards you know you, you said hopefully pessaries are going to become better known and more people are going to use them are you seeing new ones coming out all the time not so much although really? in i think it's canada which i think this is really high tech they are doing a um it's like basically a 4d vaginal ultrasound in women that have mainly have a levator tear so a tear in one of the muscles near the entrance which makes your um vagina opening wider which can happen with forceps and with birth and what they're doing is they are doing like a a 4d ultrasound of this woman and then they are building a specific pessary with one of those you know those laser machines that 3d printer yeah with a 3d printer so they're they're building a specific silicon pessary yeah i mean that makes so much sense because we're all different and you could have a bespoke one that will definitely fit don't know how much it costs <laughs> i hate to think how much it might cost that's in canada yeah i read about that um i thought god that's really specific that's um, genius it is genius okay maybe this is where we need to we, oh, you can just get those 3d printed we could do that <laughs> i'm not sure they're still right. uh, medically uh, okay <laughs> imagine that a bespoke pessary for everyone who wants one I will link to that project and all the other things we touched on in the show notes. Huge thanks to Tracy Matthews for seeing me last week. She is at Prolapse Strength on Instagram and for openness, I didn't pay for the assessment, I did pay for the pessary and the big question, you're probably wondering how it's going. I can't give you a proper update just yet because this is so typical, I started my period Uh, within a couple of hours of leaving Tracy and the cube came out of place Uh, so I checked with Tracy and we agreed to wait a few days to give it a proper try Uh, but she's been really clear on this I do have to really focus on my pelvic floor function to build the strength that I'm going to need to make it work so that's where I am and there is work to be done it's not a quick fix I'm genuinely still really optimistic though. I do I do think this could be the answer for me. I'm gonna keep you posted and I just I hope this has been helpful. Thank you for coming with me to my pessary fitting. What a weird world we have created. Um, for more pessary chat, listen to last season's episode, Vaginal Pessaries, a deep dive. And you can support the podcast at buymeacoffee.com forward slash jump and it can be completely anonymous if you prefer. Uh, you can find me on social at whymumsdontjump. We've had a lot of chat about pessaries on there this week. Come and join us or online at whymumsdontjump.com. <laughs>